Welcome to See You Succeed with Viridian. My name is Kristen Kennan and I will be your host. I'm excited to bring you on a journey that will teach you about all things financial services and how Viridian can help you achieve your goals. Welcome back to another episode of See You Succeed. Today we have Julie Gage, one of our public relations strategists, joining us on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Julie. Thanks, Kristen. I'm happy to be here. Today we're going to talk about the ways in which Viridian enriches the communities in which we live and work. Julie, what are some ways that Viridian does give back to our communities? So in 2020, Viridian invested over $1.5 million in our communities across Iowa and eastern Nebraska. We do that in several different ways. One of the largest ways we help the communities is through our successful financial futures grants. These are made available once a year to nonprofits in our field of membership, and they work to address barriers of financial stability um, within the community. So they can apply for a grant um, to help increase financial literacy among the groups they serve, or they can apply for a grant to help um the community be ready for employment. We call that one the employment readiness grant. They help people with like job skills, resume building, and things like that to make them more confident to get out into the workforce again. We also offer scholarships um, throughout the field of membership. We do four $2,000 scholarships every year, and this helps students continue their education past high school. We have expanded that from incoming freshmen to undergraduate students, graduate students, and we also have a really unique art share scholarship that ties in with a program that I'll talk a little bit more about later, but our art share program helps students that are pursuing a degree in the arts further their education as well. We also have some donation money set aside for local nonprofits that have an immediate need to help support their organization. So people can contact Viridian and we can help them um, with things. So say they have their maybe a food bank and they have a truck that does deliveries or picks up things. And sometimes those break down and they don't have enough financial funds to help get the truck running. And that's a, a major detriment to operating their business. So they can contact us for some of those immediate emergency needs as well. And we like to help them out to keep them being able to support the community. The other side of that is we do sponsorships in each of our local communities. Um, this is partnering with organizations that are doing a community event. It may be a festival. It might be um, a health awareness event, safety event. Maybe it's a financial literacy event. People can go on our website at viridiancu.org slash sponsorship and they can apply. And then we review those and see if it's a good fit for Viridian to be a partner with us. How did the pandemic impact the way that Viridian served the community in 2020 and so far this year? The pandemic really put a wrench in things. Just as we thought we had this public relations and community investment down, the pandemic comes along and made us look at how we were supporting the community and to do things differently. For example, 
a lot of our public relations efforts are helping support those sponsorships that I talked about. Well, in-person sponsorships were put on hold at first, and then ultimately they became canceled or events went to virtual events. We wanted to still support the community And we started looking at what organizations were impacted the most and where our community needed the support. A lot of it came down to really going back to the basic needs of our community. And people were affected very differently with COVID. Some people lost their jobs. Some people were working in healthcare and they couldn't even go home and see their families anymore because they were at risk of getting other people in their family sick. We did a lot of research and worked real closely with nonprofits in our area to see how we could help and keep people on their feet. One of the biggest things that we saw was that there was food insecurity. Uh, Many people that weren't able to go to work, they weren't able to you know, provide food for their family. So the food banks in the areas were really stepping up to help people. So last year, we helped seven community food banks across Iowa and eastern Nebraska. We donated a total of $50,000, and this helped supply 200,000 meals across our field of membership. We also um, partnered with the Iowa Credit Union Foundation for their emergency relief fund, They received $50,000 from Viridian, and they were able to help Iowa Credit Union members with one-time $500 grants. So people could apply for those, you know, if they lost their job, they were having a hard time making ends meet, paying their mortgages. This was at least a little bit of extra money that they could get to keep them on their feet until they were able to return to work again. The Iowa Small Business Relief Fund was also another way that we were able to help. We gave $25,000 to help small businesses who were disrupted by the pandemic and did not receive federal funding or state relief dollars. So um, there are many small businesses that just weren't equipped to operate as normal, and they um, had to shut their doors for a while until they could come up with a new plan. So these business relief dollars really helped make sure that they were able to continue operations and get back on their feet again. So 2020 was a tough year for many nonprofits in our field of membership. Meridian wanted to make sure that we still honored commitments that we had with them for some of the events that they were planning to do. And many of those had to be canceled or postponed. I was so proud of the nonprofits because they just embraced the change. Many of them did a virtual event. And so we were happy to help in any way that we could. You know, sometimes we were just like, we understand you can't do the event. So go ahead. Here is the money that we would have given you for the event. Please keep your operations going so that you can help our community. Others were like, we're not giving up. We're going to do a virtual event. How can Viridian help? And we're like, we would love to be a sponsor. And um, we helped them that way. So our community just came together in such a great way of finding new ways to do things. So even though it was such a tough year, it was kind of fun to see how people just reevaluated what they were doing and found new ways to do stuff. 
Absolutely. You and the other um, PR strategists did a really great job at kind of looking for the how when things were different than how we've done them before. And I think you might talk about this later, but the, some of the events that you've done for years and years, um, like the Thanksgiving dinner had to be totally different. Kudos to you and the team for all that you did this last year. You know, in the beginning, you know, when we started working from home and businesses had to close, we're like, okay, two weeks, four weeks, we'll be back to normal, you know? So we were just kind of on hold waiting for things to go back to how they were. And then it became like, oh, this is going to take longer before we are back to normal. So we've got to get creative and see how we can do things. So our PR team, we just reached out to a lot of the nonprofits and let them know that Viridian is here for them. How can we help? You know, if you're moving your event virtually, we still want to partner with you. And, you know, they were they were great. People wanted to um, continue to support the community and keep people safe by not gathering. So we were happy to help support their efforts with that. We we're able to still do some sponsorships last year. Um, there's a Empty Bowls project down at Marion for the Marion Arts Festival. We were able to still do that because they were able to do it virtually. We do a Give Warmth Coat Drive. This one is real near and dear to my heart because I helped the Salvation Army really get this event put together. And we knew that winter was still coming, whether there was a pandemic or not. People needed coats, and they might need them more than ever if they weren't working due to the pandemic or some lost loved ones that were the breadwinners of their family. So there are a lot of really sad stories in the community, and we're like, we still have to get out there and help. That was an event that we're like, this is not canceled. This is not postponed. This is going to find a new way to happen. So we just had people sign up online for what they needed, and we did a curbside event. And that's real similar with like our Mike and Leona Adams annual Thanksgiving dinner. We have been doing that event for 39 years. I certainly wasn't going to take a year off and let a little pandemic get in the way. So we <laughs> found a way to make that work. So that became a curbside event, too. Thank goodness for Hy-Vee, their lifesaver. They always cater the food in and help us make sure that we can get it out safely to um, those that came to do pickup dinners. So that went so well that here in 2021, we're going to keep that a curbside dinner again. Um, someday it's my goal to get it back to an in-person event so we can all gather and celebrate Thanksgiving together. But I still feel for this year with many that are elderly or health compromised that it's a good idea to keep it curbside and just still provide them with a nice holiday meal, but do it in the safety of pick up and take it home with you. One of the other ones that I want to mention um, is Viridian's Community Shred Day. Now, that event, it took about 18 months that we didn't have a shred day because all 2020, we weren't able to do one. And that is a fairly low contact event. But in the midst of a pandemic and it being very serious in our communities, we just didn't feel it was safe to have our volunteers out there or encourage people to come out. We were excited here in May of 2021. We got to hold our shred days again and the word definitely got out. We um, had 
parking lots full of people at all of our shred days this year. And we're looking forward to having them again in September. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested in getting your shred sent out, I know at mine up here at the Ainsboro branch, we had so many cars. I'm sure some people came by, saw the lineup of cars and decided they'd wait. So don't worry, we're going to be back. You can go on our website at viridiancu.org shred and you will see the dates for each of the locations. We have, I believe, five locations this year. We're adding um, the Council Bluffs Omaha area into it this year. So you can get all the details about Shred Day. But I I believe that members really missed that event during 2020 because I had lots of friends come see me that day. Yep. I volunteered at ours in Cedar Rapids and a lot of thankful people that we were able to offer that again. That's just one of my favorite events because it's really unique where, you know, it's not like you're really gathering, but it's really helping protect people's identity, reduce the fraud, making sure we get people's stuff shredded in the proper way and that they have the peace of mind of knowing that their personal documents are taken care of and no one's going to steal their identity. We're really excited to have those back again this year. I had mentioned it earlier about our art share premieres, and that's one that um, really took a unique spin that we had to do differently. This is an event where we partner with the high schools in our branch markets to um, share the high school students' artwork. So we really had a challenge of how do we do this? You know, the arts sometimes go underappreciated, and we wanted to make sure that we didn't have to just cancel and not do that event. So we gathered together, we got creative, we asked the schools if they were still willing to participate, and most of them were, even though their students might even be going virtually. We were able to get really talented students' artwork and have that professionally framed and displayed in our branches. The only thing we weren't able to do, we usually do like a premiere night for the students to come in with their family and friends and see their artwork on display. Last year, we decided we're going to do this as a virtual event since there can be no premiere. So we took pictures of all the artwork. Our talented designer, Janie, put together slideshow videos for each branch's artwork, and those are on our website. We got a lot of really positive feedback. Um, The students love to be able to share it with their family and friends that might live out of town. They could share a link with them or, you know, do a little Zoom art premiere with their family and friends. And it became a real personal event for them instead of just this one night premiere that if they couldn't come that night, they missed it. Yeah, absolutely. Just kind of spreads a wider net to who's able to view the artwork and kind of experience that with the student. Yeah. And, you know, like the pandemic was hard and it really took us, you know, a step back and look at, oh, gosh, how are we going to do things differently? But some really fun things have come out of it this year that gave us a little more innovative ways. And, you know, we're not giving up. We're going to support the community. We're going to find fun new ways to do stuff. Those may be things that continue on and some other things may go back to in person because sometimes you just can't replace those interactions. Speaking of ways to do things different, so we know that you guys still supported the communities last year. So what ways did we do that through 2020 um, that you haven't already mentioned and, and how did that look different? 
in late spring, as we were getting ourselves through this pandemic and trying to figure out when we got to go back to normal, there was still a lot of stuff that we couldn't do. And we're like, we just want to help in a new and fun way. And one of the things we developed was this Give Essential Thanks campaign. And it was a way to thank essential workers and support local businesses. So we made a website campaign and it was shared on social media. And we just asked the community to go on this page, nominate an essential worker to receive a $50 gift card from a local business. It was really well received. You know, people were nominating family and friends that were not only, you know, your healthcare people, your fire, your police, but they might be, you know, family members that work at fast food restaurants that still had to show up every day and, you know, making sure that people could get their food in the drive up. We had all sorts of different nominations. And we were able to mail $50 gift cards to these people. And that gift card had to be to a local business. And so it was also helping those local businesses that might have been having a little less business during the pandemic as well. So we got a lot of really good feedback from that. It was kind of a surprise. Some people didn't know they were nominated. So when they got this card from Viridian with a $50 gift card and telling them who nominated them and thanks for what they do, it really brightened some people's day and gave them that little extra boost to keep on going, even if times were tough. Speaking of tough times, wasn't any shortage of it in the last year. So we had a derecho in August of 2020. And I know we did some some help there too. Yeah. So of course, you have to have a terrible storm come through Iowa at the same time we're all dealing with a pandemic. So we shifted gears a little bit to make sure that we were helping in other ways as well. So Viridian was able to donate an additional $50,000 to organizations helping communities recover from the derecho. We gave 50000 in disaster response donations to local organizations that were providing critical support to those that were impacted by the storm. So um, some of those organizations included the Hawkeye Area Community Action Program, the Salvation Army, Catherine McCulley Center, the Iowa Community Action Partnership, and the Eastern Nebraska Community Action Partnership. You know, just (laughs) sometimes you feel like you're really down and things can't get any worse and then the storm comes through. So um, any donations we could give to help support families that were impacted by that was nice to be able to contribute to. We even had staff that took a day off and would help neighbors, family, friends, or community organizations clean up yards and remove things from people's yards that were damaged in the storm. So in addition to the the cash donations we gave, we had a lot of really um, generous staff that just got out in the community, used a little muscle power and helped out too. I mean, we're still dealing with the aftermath of that storm and still trying to get things put back together. So any little bit helps. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. That's one thing that I'm so grateful for Viridian staff because anytime you put a call to action out there that they need to volunteer for things like storm damage cleanup or a fun event, I always get plenty of people that will drop what they're doing and be out there to help. So it just speaks to the nature of the employees that we hire and how caring they are. 
Yeah. And as we kind of move through 2021 here, and there's a glimmer of hope, you know, it's almost in the review, things are getting a little bit more back to normal. What are some of the events that Viridian is sponsoring? Or how are we getting involved in the communities um, currently? Well, we are so excited that maybe there will be light at the end of the tunnel one of these days with people getting vaccinated. We're able to see Some events happen in our communities where crowds can gather. We've aligned our sponsorship guidelines with our return to the office plans. Many of our back office employees are still working from home, so we didn't feel it was a responsible thing to be asking the community to gather at community events when our employees were still working from home. So we've aligned those two together. And after September 1st, we're able to do some in-person events again. And we're working really closely with those organizations to make sure that there are still proper social distancing measures in place. COVID is not gone. We realize that. So we still want to keep people safe. We want people to be responsible when they are out in the public. And, you know, with people getting vaccinated, some of these outdoor events can happen again in a safe environment. So, and we're just really ready to be back out in the community as well. So some of the things that people can look forward to this fall, um, if you live over in the Omaha area, we are a presenting sponsor of the Ghouls and Glow that's held at the Omaha Henry Dorley Zoo. In Cedar Rapids, we're going to be able to do the Latino Festival this fall. In West Des Moines, one of our larger sponsorships is called the LumaFest. And um, there's also a World Food and Music Festival going on in Des Moines that we'll be part of. And then in the Cedar Valley, we will have the Give Warmth Coat Drive that I had spoke about and our Thanksgiving dinner. So most of those that I just mentioned are community sponsorships. We do have events that Viridian is the planning party and the host of. So our Community Shred Day will be back. You can get details about the locations and the dates for those on our website at viridiancu.org slash shred. Uh, we have five locations. Omaha's our newest location this year, and we are moving our Waterloo location to Cedar Falls this year. We're going to have that out in the Cedar Falls Industrial Park. We ne- just needed to make a change to that because our traffic was overflowing onto Ainsboro, which is an emergency route. We're going to move that out to Cedar Falls this year. We have a lot bigger parking lot. We have streets that are less busy around there, so I think we'll be able to get people through quicker and have a good experience for everyone. Thanksgiving dinner in the Cedar Valley is back. As I said earlier, that is going to still be a curbside event. So look for sign up to come mid to late October for that. People just sign up online for the number of meals they need for their family. They'll drive through and pick up a meal. And I'm hopeful in 2022, I'm back to an in-person Thanksgiving dinner so that we can see all these happy faces and share a Thanksgiving meal together. And one last one that we have in the fall, we've done this for several years, we have a Spark the Spirit annual giving campaign. This is um, an online event where we have Viridian staff nominate nonprofit organizations throughout Iowa, Nebraska, and then the community gets to vote on their favorite nonprofit. That happens in November, and then on Giving Tuesday, which is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, we take donations around to the top 24 nonprofits that 
receive funding. So this year, it'll be $40,000 worth of funding that goes to 24 of the nonprofits through this campaign. So that's a really fun one. Yeah, absolutely. And you talked a lot about some really great events that we have coming up. So where can people get more information on those? You can find our event information at viridiancu.org slash events. And we post that usually a month or two before the event. So keep checking it regularly so that you know what's coming up in the future. We're hoping as this pandemic gets better that that event page will be filling up as it used to be. Yeah. And as we talked about a little bit earlier with sponsorship, those are going to start increasing as people start to gather more. So there's an organization or group that's interested in sponsorship opportunities. Where would they go for that information? Local nonprofits can go on our website and visit viridiancu.org slash sponsorships. And we have an online form that you fill out and give us the details about your event. And we'll see if it aligns with Viridian's mission and if it's something that we can help support. Great. Thank you so much, Julie. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us today? Our PR team is always available if people have questions about how Viridian's supporting the community or they have an event that they want to support. I encourage them to fill out those forms or contact us if they have additional questions. Great. Well, thank you and the rest of the team so much for all of your tireless work and finding ways to support the community through a really challenging year and a half. Absolutely. I was happy to be here today. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. See You Succeed with Viridian can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. I speak for all of us at Viridian when I say we want to see you succeed. See you next time. expressed on this podcast are not provided as financial advice for the listener's given situation. All attempts are made to present accurate information and details may become outdated as time passes after this podcast is published. Viridian Credit Union, founded in Waterloo, Iowa, is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and is an equal housing opportunity lender. The music featured in this podcast is Creative Corp, composed by Music Premium. Find it on Envato Market.